0: This is the Forex Q&A podcast. This is VP, professional Forex prop trader, answering your user-submitted questions every Monday morning. Now, I will answer a question for you. If you want me to, you go to nononsenseforex.com slash askvp and fill out that little form. Ask me whatever you want. As long as it's Forex related, I will answer it and get back to you usually within 48 hours. Now, we're going to jump into the question for Episode 8 here sooner than usual, because I want to make sure that everybody is crystal clear on this. And I don't know how long the podcast is going to run, but I always want to keep it under 15 minutes, but I think we may have a lot to talk about here. And just so you know, too, if there is ever anything we cover on this podcast that is unclear to you, the show notes are the blog. And I list the blog down below on every single episode. I got asked before, so where are the show notes for your episode? I'm like, it's the blog. Click on it. And I really do feel if you, you want to nerd out on this, and I kind of hope you do, because I want all this to sink in. If it does, you guys are going to be set up for success like you won't believe. And for me, at least, the best way to do that has always been to, to not only hear it, but then also see it. Catch a visual. Read text. Go back and reread things that I didn't understand the first time. That's always how things have sunk in the best for me. Plus, I write the blog after I do the podcast, and often there's a lot of things where I think, oh man, I wish I would have mentioned that in the blog, and so instead of trying to go in and edit the podcast, I just write it in the blog. So you'll often find little points there that I forgot to mention, but can also really help. So just know, every podcast has a corresponding blog. Almost every YouTube video I do has a corresponding blog to go with it as well. And honestly, writing was my first love anyway. I think I write much better than I do make a video. It's pretty obvious my video-making skills are quite limited. And I'm sure my podcasting skills leave a few things to be desired, too. But I always feel like I've been a pretty good writer. So check out the blog when you get time. Uh, it's really clean, very basic, very easy to read, and there's no distractions. Which is fantastic, I think, because every blog I ever try to read, you know, there's always that push notification pop-up you got to get rid of. And Often there's some kind of shiny, blinky ad going off to the side, and I have ADD, so if I'm trying to read an article, there's there's no way I can focus on any of it if i got something blinking off to the side. And then as I'm reading, here comes another pop-up right in my face that I have to get rid of, and then there's the exit pop-up at the very end. That's a thing now, right as you're trying to leave, here comes another offer you have to click off of. You know, bloggers have taken all the pleasure out of reading their blog. They've hoarded themselves out and tried to get all these offers and people on their list And I guess it works, that's probably why they do it, but it just completely ruins the user experience. And on the blog, I'd like your user experience to be pleasant and informational, and I want you to absorb it. And that's really hard to do with a bunch of distractions in your face. So go check out the blog if you haven't already. You may find that the information sinks in even better than it would in the videos or the podcast. But either way, it's there for you, so go check it out. Now let's go ahead and get to the question for episode 8. And this week we have Julian from Avignon, France. Now, Julian's email to me was uh, pretty long, and uh, you could tell that English is not his first language, but uh, he did his best. And I understood what he was asking, but I'll just take a little piece of the question he did ask, just so it all makes sense. And his question was, what should my leverage be when trading Forex? I don't want to lose all my money. Now, I laughed at that last part. Um, you can lose all your money no matter what your leverage is, but uh, with bad leverage, you're just going to do it faster. Uh, but this is a question that, I, this is the first time I've ever been asked this question. Um, and it's kind of disturbing. I mean, you guys know how big I am about money management. It is the single most important concept in forex trading, and it is one of the least talked about concepts. And this is one of the major reasons why that 99% number is so high, the number of traders that can't make it trading forex. It's one of the biggest reasons why you were set up to fail. People spend so much time teaching you about fundamental analysis and trade entries, and they just gloss over the money management part. So I want to get you guys educated on this and give you a really good blueprint to follow. And there are two ways I recommend going about this. You can choose either one, unless you live in Europe. Something happened this year in Europe that is similar to what happened in the United States. Yet another law to protect us from ourselves, which is completely ridiculous. The European Securities and Markets Authority, also known as ESMA, passed a law saying that if you are in the European Union, your leverage options have gone way, way down. If you are in the European Union, the limit that you can go to for your leverage when trading any major currency pair is now 30 to 1. You used to be able to go... Some brokers allow all up to 500 to 1, which is completely ridiculous and nobody should ever do that, but at least you had the option to go as high as you wanted. Now you can. not 30 to 1 is now the limit, and if you go outside of the major currency pairs, it drops down to 20 to 1. The same goes for gold, 20 to 1. Now we here in the States also had a very short-sighted bill called the Dodd-Frank Act that it went into effect in 2012, I want to say. Kind of on the heels of the recession and a lot of irresponsible fund managers taking their leverage all the way up to 100 to 1 on things like forex and gold. And the Dodd-Frank Act came in and dropped the leverage on forex down to 50 to 1 maximum and gold all the way down to 1 to 1. We can't even really trade gold here in the United States, at least not at leverage, not spot gold. Which really sucks because I love trading metals and I actually do very well at it, but I can't really make a lot of money from it. And speaking of, I actually found out about this whole ESMO ruling from uh, my gold account. I have a European account, a practice account through Wanda, a demo, where I decided to track my results trading metals for the year of 2018. And I had to make it a European account because, like I said before, in, in America you can't trade spot metals, so they, they just don't give it to you. But here I am, doing really well. I was on pace to clip about 20% return for the year, and I only trade four different pairs. I trade gold, silver, platinum, and palladium against the U.S. dollar, and that's all I do. So I was very pleased with the way it was going. I was getting ready to enter a palladium short at the beginning of the week, and it wouldn't allow me to do it. And I called help support, and they said, well, in no cert- uncertain terms, you're going to have to shut that account down and open up another one, all because of this ESMA ruling. Uh, so that was a bummer. I missed out on that short, and now I'm going to have to combine two different accounts to see what my result would actually be. Uh, I'll provide a screenshot down below. I was uh, approaching 12%, and that short would have hit my first profit target by now, too. So really not happy about any of this. Uh, But then I thought about all my friends and listeners in the European Union who trade Forex and gold and things like that, and you guys are really getting the worst of it. So don't play the violin for me in my fake money account. You guys are the ones that are really getting screwed here. But it's only going to eliminate the second option as far as the two I'm about to give you. Now, you don't even really have to understand what leverage is start to finish. Just know that you have something in your account called margin, and you only have so much of it to use before your broker is going to say, okay, you have used too much, and you cannot trade anymore until you shut one of your trades down. The higher you set your leverage, the more margin you have to play with. All right, that's really. If you understand that, you understand what leverage is. If you have your leverage set at 100 to 1 or even all the way up to 500 to 1, then you can make these huge, gigantic trades that are completely irresponsible and at some point are going to bring your entire account down. But at those really high leverages, you could actually do them without worrying about running out of margin. And that's what these rules are trying to prohibit. But all you need to do is this. Go into your account, set your leverage at 20 to 1, Walk away and never worry about it again. That is option one. And that is the option that I use. I trade the daily chart, as you guys know. Uh, Tune into episode three if you haven't already, and you'll understand why. And the most amount of trades I think I have ever had open at one time is six. And even when I did that, I'm pretty sure I had a good amount of margin still to play with if I wanted to. But real soon, I'm going to make the risk video, which tells you how much percentage wise you should be risking on every trade. And why, and how to use the world's best indicator. If you haven't seen that video, it's the ATR, and how to use that to decide how much risk you're going to put on every single trade you make from now until eternity. But I want all of you guys to have your leverage in place first. I'm glad this question came up when it did. 20 to 1 for almost all of you out there, set it, forget it, and you're good. Now, here is option two. If you are the type of trader that does not want to put their entire trading capital into their brokerage account, which I can understand. Let's just say you have $50,000 worth of trading capital to trade with, but you only put 25000 into your brokerage account and keep the other 25000 in the bank. If that is the case, you are going to want to double your leverage, again, if you're allowed to, to 40 to 1. Because the sizes of your trades are not changing, but the amount in your trading account has. And you need to balance that out. And the way to do that is to move up to 40 to 1. Now again, this is certainly not a bad way to go. Because even highly capitalized, gigantic brokers can go under. uh, As is the case with FXCM. You guys remember that? I was a client. And in January of 2015, the Euro-Swissie crashed, and FXCM was on the hook for a lot of money as a result. And a company called Lucadia came in and bailed them out, thankfully, but but things were never the same. Uh, They had to get rid of all of their American clients, for one, so I couldn't use them anymore, which sucked. I loved FXCM. It was a great platform. Uh, They had a little convention here in Vegas, and I got to meet a a lot of the people that worked for them. They're all really great, intelligent people, and a lot of them lost their jobs that day. But if FXCM didn't get bailed out, I could have easily lost everything I had in there. And again, FXCM was a giant broker. So if you want to take the half-in, half-out approach, that's not a bad idea either. But just know if you do, you're going to want to double your leverage. And so that's really it. Uh, I'm going to link a lot of stuff below. Of course, you're always going to have the blog for the show notes, but I'm also going to put uh, the ESMA ruling there for you to read, too. I hope I understood it right. It just popped up on me today, um, which was perfect timing for the podcast. So that's going to be down there, a screenshot of my account, (laughs) because I'm still salty about that. And I will also link below the videos for the money management playlist and for the ATR because I really want you guys to see those if you haven't yet. If you're spending most of your time worrying about the best way to actually enter a trade, you're going to be very, very disappointed in the end. So we're going to spend a lot of time on this. Uh, But as far as the YouTube channel goes, if you want to know what's coming up there, I also made a video, I'll link this down below too, why not, uh, about the Dirty Dozen, 12 technical analysis tools you should never, ever use, and people have been asking me to do the videos for each one of those 12, like I said I was going to do. So that's probably coming up really soon. I'm not sure which one I'm going to start with, but be on the lookout for that. And if you haven't already, subscribe, and give me an awesome review on iTunes, if you would. But for now, as soon as this is over and you have access to your account, go into it, set your leverage at 20 to 1, thank me later, have yourself a great week of trading, and go get it.